country. Well, just like the state of country as as it is now, really. Right. Like old, old school country is like old school proper music. Yeah, yeah, it's like fucking super sad. I will say that uh, Blake Shelton's actually a so. For like new country stuff. You know, you know, it's weird. So when I was at Hiroshima University, I dated an Australian girl for some reason. Um, I don't know why I did that. If I could go back, I would try to date a Japanese chick. But anyway, was, was she blonde? Uh, no, she was not. She was. Uh, and, uh, and we are alive. Uh, Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, for, she, for those that she caught it, she was a massive country fan. She was a massive country fan, so I actually absorbed a bit uh, in the peripheral of the relationship okay. just from what she listened to and uh, stuff I hadn't heard for years and years and years because I didn't pay attention to anything in that sphere. But, anyways, well, now, now, you, now you all have learned. That Evan, actually, we'll get to it in a minute when I introduce Evan. Hello and welcome to Pixel Pints. We are the only global gaming podcast that talks about two great things, which is great beer, number one, great beer, number two, great games. Yeah. I'm your host, Mitch Sikorsky, hosting for this weekend because McWomble is packing boxes and moving the caboose. A chew, a chew. He might take offense to you calling him the caboose, but I'll let it slide. Uh, he has he, he has to deal with it. He has no choice. He's not here, so too bad. <laughs> I was just was that was that um that that uh holes movie from Disney. That's too darn bad. You keep digging. It's like when she's out there in the dirt. I'm tired about this, Grandpa. And he's like Shut this old. Off. Yeah, that's great. It's great. Great movie. If you've not seen Holes, it's a great movie. Actually, I might go watch it after this. Do it! <laughs> you know, yeah, those yellow spa lizards. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Anyways, um, great movie. If you've not seen it, it's a it's a good classic with a little some some little Shia LaBeouf in there for you to to make your day. It's when he had the the afro hair too. It's like yeah, yeah. It, he he had the hairstyle back in the day. Anyway, um, so. Welcome. I'm your host, Mitch, and I'm coming from the dark, usually sunny LA, but it's cold and dark because it is winter. That is what happens in LA. So I'm joined by all the way from Japan, who dates Australian women who are brunettes that love country music, Evan. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually, I was a very, that was a very specific person <laughs> that I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> until i until i realized like maybe i was being way too specific with it like why don't i have a girlfriend all i want to do in wisconsin is find an australian who's a brunette and who likes stadium country <laughs> so i found that in japan uh ironically uh yeah uh, i'm doing okay uh i got a really nice view of the blood moon yesterday from my balcony and um well it's been not a while yesterday so on. we don't have a blood moon no that means. Does that mean that Hitler has been resurrected? According to, according to the 2009 Wolfenstein, yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh man, Nazi zombies. Yes. Yeah, machine machine yeah. games. Please make the third honestly, game in that series. Yeah, honestly, that was like one of the best entries. Aren't they making um? Aren't they making Indiana Jones? They're busy. They, they may have a project coming out before that though. They busy, bro. They busy. Hey, tease it. On the Game Awards, maybe I, I'll I'll take that just to know it exists. 
I know those games so, didn't make much money. You know Anyways. what? You know what makes me nervous is, is Indiana Jones turning into that that um that King Kong movie that was just like a a first person shooter. Like I just is that was gonna be a first person whipping game. He's on the Peter Jackson one for Xbox. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I'm just imagining this machine games, uh, Indiana Jones game, this whipping. The whip is the is the weapon, and it's a it's a whipping shooter. I think, I think we're gonna be okay on this one though, because uh, Todd Howard is executive producer. Oh, so it's not gonna yeah. come out for like twenty years. So we're good. We're he's, good. He's got he's got the EP credits. We're gonna be good. Yeah. Well, you, you know the funny thing about Todd Howard and the first game studios is is before um, Fallout Four finished development, their, their release schedule was pretty consistent. Like it every was. Three oh, it was or four years. Yeah. yeah, so the only reason I've taken so long is because they're experimenting behind the scenes. Well, and they, well, if they, they, they also have to like fix their crappy engine. I was going to say they got to fix that crappy engine because yeah. that engine can't run shit. And we have from Las Vegas, that's Burkoff. How are you doing? I'm doing great tonight. Um, you know, got some. we got some Dragon Quest in. Oh, no, that's I not know. Dragon Quest. That's not Dragon this Quest. Isn't, this isn't Dragon Quest, but I'm playing uh, my OGO Advance. That I put together, uh, which has uh, Final Fantasy. Um, interesting thing. So the the TFT screen that it, um, I believe matches the resolution of the GBA. So those games come out perfect. Hmm. Um, and it's been a lot of fun to mess around with this and play some uh, everything from Atari Twenty Six Hundred Dreamcast. Uh, this thing will fucking emulate. And so, super happy about it. All right. And actually, this is the first time we've actually have not the same people from the same like country area. No, I guess we're both in America. Never mind. I count states separately. <laughs> Remember, we're the in the United States. We're independent, right? Uh, so d- that does count. Well, uh, if, if, if you believe in the Californian Republic, you could be in a different country. Yeah, we're working on uh, that uh, that that breaking yeah, off, that breaking off with the whole earthquakes. You know, we get them here. Uh, anyways, all the way in the UK, across the pond, we got Liam. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Nice early morning dew right now. You know that feeling? I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Not I do. I do actually because it's because it's a uh, twelve sixteen. I got the earliest morning beer over here, my man. Oh yeah, that's that's very early. Can't can't beat that early morning beer. <laughs> 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 All right. Well. Before we start talking about the video game topic of the week, which is an actually an interesting topic, I'm really excited about this one because I think we haven't really talked about modern topics in a while except for like when we do the quizzes but they're so quick we don't really have time to go in depth and i think this one has a lot of ways that we can tackle it but first as always we got some beers because it's late at night and we all gonna party except for well for us it's like morning late night and then for <laughs> evan it's late night and then liam it's morning so. I've got some really nice blackcurrant and or- um and uh, apple squash. Okay, hey, I'll dig it. I'll dig it. i dig it. Uh, I'm not showing anything new. I'm just, you know I, I'm trying to finish off this this pineapple cart stuff. So 
I got the got the melon and the. Which one do you want me to do first, fellas? I mean, I've, oh shoot, I don't have a cup. Oh well, I'm just gonna Where's do it from the can. can. Straight out of the can. Straight out of the can. That's. Uh, pineapple okay. cart. I did not come prepared, fellas. Wow, wow, wow. You know, I just I just do the hosting. That's all I do around here, and the rest of it's just, you know, what secondary. Else? Secondary yeah. to our abilities. Um, if you want to know what this beer is, go back like four episodes and i've had, had, had it a few times so it's just inspired by the pineapple carts here in la they're great it's a santa monica brewery have fun with it uh evan what you drinking um i'm actually uh drinking my tried and true uh kidding but i'm actually going to uh forego my uh beer for a little tune <laughs> don't worry it won't take too long i'm gonna back this up because the mic is a bit too close and i've had a few beers so i'm gonna fuck this up what's um where's this cowboy hat are we are we doing a are we doing a sad country song where's the girl where's the girl where's the aussie girl <laughs> oh she's long gone man her majesty chased him chased her away <laughs> yeah she, she was banned from the castle <laughs> How does that sound? Not too loud? I wasn't coming through. It wasn't coming through. It's hard. Yeah. It's not coming through, Evan. Damn it. If it doesn't, I'll cut it. But let me push it back a little bit. Maybe this mic is not very good for... Nothing? Mm, We got half of it. Yeah, It's not worth it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll have to, um, what I'll do in the future is I'll, I'll see what I can do with this microphone and spacing. Uh, but yeah. Wait, which one you have? You have the, yeah. you have the blue Yeti, don't you? Yeah. I, just, I, uh, just set it on the setting where it has, um, circular motion where it captures the arena, not just the forward, um, mic space. <laughs> oh, now I can't hear a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to switch it. Now we can't hear it at all. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We, we can't even hear you talk. Uh, Just ch- change it back. What we'll, the hell? We'll, we'll tr- next, next time we'll practice. <laughs> you know, this is the part of production where you need to tell the producer if you're going to do something like this so we can practice it. <laughs> no, can't hear you, Evan. I can't even hear you. Yeah. Is it turned off? Your your whole mic is gone. Like I can't even hear you mm. talk. Might have to plug it in and plug it in again. Unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah, we lost you for good. Oh jeez. This might be more entertaining than if we had. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I've got it <laughs> while while we're waiting to hear Evan, and we'll let him know when we hear him. Uh, uh Berghoff, what are you drinking? <laughs> Well, I have... And I swear, uh, it's not the beer. It's not the beer. We cannot hear you literally, Evan. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think this is a beer that I had on a few weeks ago. Um, I've had it sitting in my fridge for a while. Uh, so this is at Anchor Brewing uh, Hazy IPA. I don't know if you guys can see that. If it's, yeah, I can uh, see it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. So Anchor Brewing, um, they do one of the oldest styles of beer uh, in the country. They do like a pre-prohibition style beer. But uh, they finally did like a hazy IPA, which is all the rage. It's what all the fucking breweries are doing. So 
Yeah, this is uh, Tropical Vibes uh, Anchor Brewing Hazy IPA. So that is what I'm drinking tonight. And then uh, I want to a few PBRs from the uh, the motherland of Milwaukee um, for later on tonight. The motherland. Wisconsin. All right. Well, while, while Evan's still trying to <laughs> figure out his mic. Evan's mic does not like him very much. I, I, um, it, it maybe doesn't I like blame, him. I, I blame you, Mitch. You told him to change the settings. I did. I did. I did. And I and I, I effed it up. See, this is, this is why we need to practice these things before you go on, before you do the show, so you can tell you what works. Uh, but anyways... No, I can't hear no, you. Can't hear I'll you. tell you as soon as I can start hearing you again. <laughs> for, the, for the audio listeners, uh, Evan just went, oh, fuck. <laughs> he also he also gave the thumbs up like, we're good, right? And they're like, no, we're not good. It's not good. <laughs> and now he looks like he's mad and angry at the campfire because he's got the light under him. <laughs> oh, oh. Right, totally oh. dropped out. Yep, but then, but then I have to transition like this. Boom, cause I. All right, cool. We 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 had it where it was really funky because oh shoot, no, we're good, we're good. Okay, he's gonna yep. try to come back on basically, and we'll 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 have to change the cameras again once that happens. But let's start the topic. Oh, here he comes. Oh, there he comes. Here, oh, oh, here he comes. Watch out for <laughs> you, cheer you up. <laughs> It's just a it's just a, a song theming uh, podcast today. I just don't even know. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. Yes, we're good. Right, okay. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We got your back. All right. Discord does not like mediocre guitar playing. <laughs> no. <I've learned. laughs> yeah. It, it was like no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just cut them off like right now. It, it it was not country music. It doesn't count. <laughs> I I haven't reached sentience, but I know. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, in my AI heart, that that is not going to happen. <laughs> my, in my AI heart, that's a that's a very Japanese thing. <laughs> my AI heart, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, topic, fellas, we are going to talk about the Game Awards because a lot happened this week in regards to the Game Awards. Uh, first off, uh, the Game Awards. Ooh, I don't even know what date it is. Do you know what day it is? I think it's in a few weeks. It's like, it's always December 9th, maybe December 9th, December 8th or 9th. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sometime around that time. Uh, one interesting thing I do, I, well, actually we can get about it when we get to the other topic, but basically I want to talk about the game awards just in general, not that we're not going to go over the nominees um, for the people that have listened on the podcast and may have heard our podcast in previous years. The game of the game awards will happen next week, um, which is our game that we play to predict the game awards and i only say this because i've won every single year all right anyway so far hey day somebody somebody will take you down mitch uh, and then i get all the power in the world and i get to pick the game of the year and i and then i made liam break his heart by not picking the last of us part two and i picked <laughs> ghost of Tsushima. but anyway um so that that game will happen next week we'll go over all the nominees then but we may talk about some nominees because we're talking about the game awards in general and i kind of want to leave yeah. it as a discussion of like what's the state of it right now what's great about it what sucks about it and um and we could talk about more about some other stuff but uh i just want to get your guys' thoughts just originally like what's what's your thought on the game awards just overall like um i i could say first of all that i don't think the arguments this year are going to be quite as passionate 
the no. philosophy. Might yeah, be for like it, it, for better, really. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care if any of these games win, you know, over the other. Well, do you think it was it's similar to 20, oh, 2019 when it was Sekiro did the uh, took the game of the year award when it was wasn't sometimes in some people's not even people's radar. Um, I, I would say it's a bit different from that year because at least those those games were better. So I think people are more passionate about which one they preferred. You know, uh, compared with now, where it's sort of like thanks to this this whole year has been kind of mediocre i think yeah, um, yeah. so it's interesting uh because we all have a actual friend who on twitter stated that he wished um the game awards had some more developers instead of journalists on the panel um and then uh another mutual friend reminded him that hey there's dice i was gonna and- say isn't there the dice awards <laughs> Right, which is, you know, and so, like, I chimed in on that. Um, The Game Awards has always been just sort of this this event to um, advertise shit, right? It's it's never been, like, genuine accommodation. Um, It's always been an event to advertise. And that's, you know, Jeff Keighley's never really hidden that... um, well, that's the only mean, that's the only way he can make the awards, right? But it, so it doesn't mean that it isn't fun and that it isn't relevant. You know what I mean? Like, just because it is meant solely for advertising games or whatever, it doesn't mean that it's not a fun event to watch. Wait, Burkoff, you don't like the award for best or game most impactful game brought to you by Chevrolet? <laughs> You're not. No. Yeah. Or in this oh, year, best mobile game brought to you by Verizon. Yeah. Oh god. Dude, you know I I gotta hand it to Jeff for for fucking even putting it together. You know, like um, and the fact that we're even watching it, um, that's amazing. And it's still a, a fun, fun award show to watch, even if it's not indicative of really what the the best of the industry has to offer well i mean and i would i would put the argument though with like i i would agree with you for basically almost everything you said except for you know like if you look at like all the other industries there is multiple award shows and each of them kind of have their own um what's the word i'm looking for uh based off of the uh judging or the judges um it makes that's what makes the awards so special for it. So, like, if you think about it, you have the um, was it the Golden Globes, which I know is under a lot of controversy and it won't be aired on television because of their choice in judging. But the reason why I'm picking this is because that one's judged that one is judged by World Press, World Press Association. But then if you look at the Oscars, the Oscars is done by a select group of um, viewers. There's not necessarily affiliated with any kind of journalism or anything like that. So, like, that's what makes those award different awards things special, you know. So it's it's right. just like the Dice Awards. The Dice Awards are done by developers, you know. The right. the Game Awards are done by the journalists, and that's okay. That's what makes it unique, and that's what makes it work, you know. Like, if you don't, um, I, was, I was just saying, you're never gonna get your way in an award show, like, uh, right. Other than the fact that award shows are bullshit to begin with. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, they are. 
they're, they're a shit right. ton of fun. The Oscars used to be a shit ton of fun before it became a little bit too self-obsessed, I would say. Um, but but the point is, is that it's a nice time to chill out and celebrate a bunch of movies that, that people have liked over the years. Even if they forget about a bunch of amazing foreign films that are probably a lot better than most of the Hollywood garbage that comes out every year, you know? That's a good point, yeah. Or they'll just completely ignore some of the more, you know, uh, I guess, wacky and interesting films from that year. And also, if but you think about it, if it's like, it's if hard. a game wins, I mean, not a game, um, a movie wins a Golden Globe, it doesn't mean it's going to win the Oscar. No. Yeah, it means uh, it means and, it's in and, consideration, but it doesn't mean it's going to win the Oscar. And similar to like the Game Awards, it's like just because you win the Game Award doesn't mean you're going to win uh, the Dice Award, right? Uh, and right. if the film wins the Golden Globe, nobody really gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, well, except for the actor, because they can ask for a nice pay raise, uh, which is yeah, very I true. That's- that's very true, yeah. But yeah, the fact that they put it on every year, um, and it's been getting better in regards to production, it because it used to be almost unwatchable, and now it's actually it was, very much easier to consume now compared to what it used to be. That was the other thing that I wanted to bring up, too, because we've talked about year over year. It's like, if Jeff just does X, Y, and Z, this event will be fucking great, you know? It'll be a, it'll be a phenomenal watch. And I feel like year after year, it's gotten incrementally better. And like, despite the fact that it's an advertising event, like it has gotten that much more interesting to watch from an entertainment perspective. Even especially, last year when it was all wireless, you know, and done from home, you know. Yeah, exactly. Especially with like the the world premieres, you know, and like all those things, like. I love that shit, dude. That's, you know, <laughs> celebrate games today, but, like, I'm looking for... You're going to give me games forward to, and, yeah, it's phenomenal. Well, and I think it really shows where the Game Awards has, has, come, has come far when Phil Spencer comes up there and not... Yeah, Phil Spencer comes up there and shows off the brand new Xbox console. Yeah. For the first time. Not at his own event, but at the Game Awards. Right. That's that's shocking. That's that's immensely shocking. The fact that also, as I say, it's also worth pointing out that the Game Awards is absolutely killing every single other award show in existence in terms of viewers. Like, it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. but Dice doesn't really air. They, what? They no, use... no. I, I mean, like literally every award show from every industry. Like it, it's getting way more views than the Oscars has gotten for years. You know? Mm, no, I don't think it gets more views than the Oscars. I'm pretty sure it does. I yeah. don't think a it lot. does, especially in the past maybe, couple of years. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe not live at the time that it's up, but um, like the first week for sure. I mean, yeah. it's totally racking up more views. Four million. Well, yeah. uh, well, it just depends. Well, how many? Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. So on Wiki, Wikipedia, who knows who knows what this number means, as you guys were saying, like at on the day of, obviously not. What do these numbers mean? But it says the viewership of the, the 2020 Game Awards was 83 million. Is that like YouTube? Yeah, it's all their pl- It's all their streams. It's, it's, it's all their streams. That, that is it's YouTube, <laughs> Twitch, yeah, everything. But here, here's the thing, and this is this is a very justy type number because it's like Oscars aren't viewed worldwide. Oscars are only viewed in in, in U.S. television. 
So like right. that limits um, the audience uh, dramatically where the Game Awards uh, is viewed for free everywhere on multiple platforms, depending on what country you come from. Heck, it's now on Discord. Like it's, it's uh, Mitch, there, there are ways you in foreign countries, there are streams that you can watch. Like the Oscars is pretty easily viewable. Like, no, but they're not tracking it. In Europe, they're not, but they're not tracking it. Like yeah, they they're are. not tracking it. That's what, that's what Mitch maybe is saying. Not. Like, like yeah. then if you if you looked at maybe just like the U.S. domestic numbers, it probably the Oscars probably beat it. To be truthfully honest, it's it's, it's still wildly like it's wildly impressive for an award show that hasn't been around that long. <laughs> you know, compared to the Oscars, which has been around for over a hundred years. Well, now. again, it's like that. It's the only one for games that people can watch easily and accessible because it is so accessible to people. Well, the Oscars is really the only one for movies, at least in terms of somebody like me who's a dunce and doesn't watch yeah. fucking movies. Well, well, like, for instance, no, nobody watches the Golden Globes or any of the other award shows yeah. in foreign countries. Like, the Oscars is all we yeah. get, you know. Unless you're into films, you, you know, the only one that ever gets televised is the Oscars. Yeah. Well, in the foreign countries, but in the but domestically, yeah, I, 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 domestically yeah. they show off the Golden Globes. Not this year, but they usually do. They might, but yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm not going to watch that shit. Yeah, but, but you don't. Point, but you're not, you're not the person that does it. Audience, you know? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, you're not the one that does at. it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the expansiveness of the easy accessibility is a huge component, which I think that I give jeff a lot of credit for to be able to do is partnering up with so many different outlets to be able to to present the the show for people to watch easily and accessible he's he's young enough he gets it you know like the, the he's just are, young enough he's just borderline he is no seriously like he's young enough like streaming this shit on youtube and twitch is the way to go for what i do but he's also um, been doing this for a very long time in regards to production and then he also had done e3 and he understands the evolution of the platforms so like he is the perfect one to do the game awards he was the, yeah, he was the only the, one that could do it with the yeah with the spike vgas and all that stuff but like it's the same like all right so we were watching that as kids and the reason that we were watching is spike um, the reason that we watch it now is because it's on Twitch. Um, I think that he's pretty, he's pretty perceptive in, um, understanding that that's where the market has shifted. Oh yeah. Because he's done it. Like he, he's grown up, right. he's grown with it. Like there's no other way to explain it for himself. Like if he, if he, I don't know if he could accomplish this, if he wasn't already connected to the industry so, so well in production, um, and, right. and grew up with it, with doing E3s every single year, and then also doing like GDCs and Gamescoms, and then end up doing his, end up working with Spike, and then working with GT and all that kind of stuff. Like he's done so much production stuff that he is like the perfect one to be able to to know exactly how to tackle it in regards to platforms. Um, now let's go with what's wrong with the Game Awards. What's wrong with the Game Awards, guys? Because I think there's plenty wrong with the game awards, <laughs> unless there's right, unless there's it. something good you all want to talk about that I that I that we're missing. Um, I, I would point out one thing um, is that what I appreciate personally is you know a few years ago when the the award show wasn't quite as successful as it is now, you got a lot of people sort of telling Jeff he should get somebody else to host it. Yeah. And, and personally, I, I I think he's perfect for hosting it because he understands yeah. the games industry and 
I think if he'd brought in somebody like Samuel Jackson, no, no offense to him, I, I freaking love Samuel Jackson. You know, or, or just any right. you know, Jeff McHale, dare I say. It's a paycheck. It's a fucking yeah, paycheck. Right? Exactly. Like, like they don't understand why people love the industry or why they follow gaming news or gaming culture. And I think Jeff has a good. He, he's a great host. Like, he may not be a big star, but he does a great job of it. I think. Mm, I disagree, but that's 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 on no. my list. That's on my list of contrivances. I would. I would. Uh, I love Jeff. No, yeah. oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to just, just throw out one more positive thing before we move on to the negative. Uh, I'm just happy that it exists at all. And for me, it's a very low bar for that. So I'm actually... Yeah. I'm just happy you're alive. Criticism, <laughs> I'm, just hap- I'm just happy you're alive and that you exist and that we all deserve to exist. And uh, yeah. Um, you know, like we, for most of the history of video games, we've never had anything like this. That it just It's just yeah. kind of a big... I mean, it's insanely corporate, and just with like the Gillette. Uh, do you remember the, like the Gillette commercials in between? Uh, yeah, some, Kyle Bossman telling you about Gillette. In in, er, in earlier shade, years, man. Like, and Kyle's right. going to do it again this year. More yeah. power to him. Fuck it, you know. And and, and then it's like, oh, but we're like we're like Old Spice. We're really like digging into it, so you guys can like be on our side. It's like, no, I'm too cynical to even buy into that shit. But. At least, like, there is some sort of celebration for the year of video games. And for that, I'm grateful. Um, uh, before we move on to the negative... Well, actually, no. I do have a negative point to give. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it in there <laughs> later. Sorry. Oh, you mean, a, sorry, you mean a celebration for the 11, the 11 months and four days of video games? Which is a huge <laughs> criticism of this and of all right, the right. Um, podcasts that do their Game of the Year stuff in, in November and then release that stuff at the end of the year when they know people are going to listen to it because they have time off. Uh, but yeah, to wrap it up, I'm just the very low bar of I'm glad something like this exists. And I think uh, Keeley saw a hole that he knew that could be filled and he tried his damnedest over the years to fill that hole and then improve on that so I'll, I'll i'll give him that much yeah that's my positive angle on this all right let's let's get to the criticisms i'm gonna go to liam's point first because liam already brought it up which is jeff Keeley as the host which i do want to ask from the other two do you uh, <sighs> so just a quick short answer before i give my argument and then you guys can hop in with your arguments but i'm just curious out of because liam's fine with him hosting evan would yeah, you I yes i love it Yes or no, Evan? Do you would do you want him to keep hosting, or do you prefer somebody else? I think uh, Aaron Rodgers has proven he's a good Jeopardy host, so uh, oh he should. God, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just fucking kidding with you. GTFO. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm fine with him doing it. I like the thing. It's like it's his baby, and I think he does a decent job with it. I would rather have someone like everyone was was discussing that like gets games quote-unquote doing it uh Who's that? oh no hit him uh, keely that like kind of understands the game industry oh, been there oh so long sorry and... yeah 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 he was thinking it was a code and... name for a youtuber <laughs> yeah sorry. I oh god no <laughs> Who, I don't who's, this, who's this gets games guy <laughs> oh, what's that I want to watch that Gets Games yo, guy. Yo, what, yo, what's up? Get, yo, what's up? It's a uh, Gets Games TV. Smash <laughs> that like button. Yeah. Uh, it's Twitch. It's Twitch. TV. Let's get get like Greg Miller up there. Um, <laughs> oh please, yeah. And and then and then he goes on the show to host it, 
and then on the next podcast they review how well the show went and oh, no man. irony that he's actually on it talking about how <laughs> like yeah that would totally happen he's like it's but the anyway best so best games wars ever because he, he hosted yeah it. and then like no one's like oh wait wait a minute isn't there some sort of a conflict of interest here uh, yeah. the, the waters are <laughs> muddy you murky, should know better murky. than this you were a journalist you you went to journalism school anyways um I think he's fine. I'd like to hear what Mitch proposes as the replacement. For, well, Burke off first. Yeah, yeah. I, I so I honestly think that Kyle Bossman could replace Jeff Keighley as host. I, I um, or, or 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 Tim Rogers. So those are my two picks. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. But so you so you would prefer them <laughs> over it. you would prefer them over Keeley. Uh, I don't say that I really prefer them because again, you this have to make is a choice. Keely, that's, this, that's my question: is, is do you want Keeley to host? Not, not he can still be involved with the stuff. He just can't host. That's all I'm saying. All right, Tim Rogers is my ultimate fucking pick for host of the Game Awards. Okay, you, so you you can't oh. wear a you can't wear a tuxedo and be anti-comedy if you want people to take the show seriously, though. And you can't wear as much as I you can't wear as I appreciate the approach that Tim Rogers would bring. It's not going to be like, you know, cocktail tuxedo night. And you can't go. You can't. You can't go sockless. He could totally do that though. Like Tim Rogers would fucking put on a tie and and come with it, dude. He would come with, you know, what needs to happen. Be taking the piss the entire time, like very, like just under. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We we would all be laughing at the jokes that he's making. And nobody else would know what the hell he was talking about. Well, that, that's what I was thinking. Because if they put someone like Tim Rogers there, I, I think the viewership would probably go down. But I, I could be surprised. It so. might go up. You know, it's hmm. like I think, think it would be both. I think it, I think it would I think it would support the people like us. It would understand the jokes <laughs> he would make, but it would also like you know kind of uh, support the mainstream as well. You I don't definitely know. remember it a lot more. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for be- coming out tonight. Video games forever. Actionbutton.com. And then you drop it. <laughs> imagine him interviewing Joseph Thars. Jesus. Well, yeah. Like, hell yeah. Speak the truth. Keep going. Um, anyway, uh, I think Jeff Keighley should not host anymore. I appreciate everything he's done. I think he's a great producer. I think he does everything great behind the scenes. But let's just put it this way. He is one a one note host. And the only time he doesn't get one note is, I mean, to be honest, his his exaggeration of excitement for something is, uh, it comes off pretty bland um, and uninspiring and unexciting. And the only time that he actually like showed emotion when he was crying over Kojima and his award. Um, <laughs> like that's the only time I've actually saw him actually like show some good emotion where it's like, okay, like that was a good moment. But for the most part, I don't think he's a great host because every time he goes like, Oh, what about that game showing? And then it's like, it's, it's the same tone from the last showing he did. Like, I don't even know what games he likes because you can't tell from the way he's saying how excited he is for this game announcement, because obviously, yeah, he has to sell that every game announcement is going to be great, but it's to the point where it's almost comes as monotone to me. So I was like, okay, I can't, he can't be the host. I need someone else to host. Uh, I didn't think of Kyle Bossman, but I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Kyle Bossman has some good jokes that I actually think will hit. And some will miss, but you know, that's what you get for when you're going a little bit raunchy with the host. Um, 
I think if you went celebrity, you could go, there are plenty of celebrities that play a lot of games. Henry Cavill is a huge gamer. He's a huge avid PC gamer and probably could speak to a lot of things. Now, Henry Cavill is not as interesting, but he's also the Witcher. So he could bring some interesting things as a host. Well, um, you know, Mitch, I don't mind that pick. Yeah, don't mind that got pick Henry Cavill. He's a very handsome man. Very handsome what's, man. Um, what's, what? he's, he, he's got like the charisma from, yeah. the, from that man. Yeah. Just and he's, from and he's got dimension. Like, uh, he's got Beefy, emanating from his beefy beautiful body yeah he, i can't i can't deny he that he could man. just show up shirt- even, even though he was in the superman game he'll just show games. up shirtless and you know his announcement with with, with with a bow tie yeah with with <laughs> with a super like- with a superman bow tie and that's going to be his <laughs> announcement for the superman game made by rocksteady <laughs> just like, that's that's the announcement he'd be like just so you know video game and then shirt comes out superman and he goes check this out it's <laughs> just but yeah, uh it's it's, it's the re- it's the replacement for the gta 4 tattoo yeah the, yep uh, exactly the, the yeah, tattoo yeah, every like, year yep. yeah, yeah um there's right. there's that hey. i think um who what dude, i always forget her name but she used to host the ubisoft um uh aisha, Ty- Ty- aisha oh. tyler she is oh now right. i think i think she would make a good host she likes games she doesn't know everything about them but i think she's good and knowledgeable enough especially if you showed them to her ahead of time she's great actress she's she's good with the even she made the ubisoft things more digestible and this is have what we, and right now have we, have, uh, aisha tyler aisha tyler no no i know we're talking about aisha tyler she was awesome in archer yeah have we have we addressed the fact that Jeff Keighley doesn't wear socks? Oh, I was about to get there. Hold on. Some, some. <laughs> uh, also, also, Matt, you missed. Oh, people didn't know who were listening. Matt walked away for a minute. Um, I pitched Henry Cavill as a potential host. Avid gamer. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. See? As as girl as girl yep, of Rivia. Yep, yep, yep. And I said that Absolutely. that's an option. I also said that he but, could but, he would reveal But don't address it. Yeah, no, no, don't no, address no, no, don't. no, he just shows up. Well, in a, in a in a tux. Yeah. Well, then I also pitched that he would reveal the next Superman game by like ripping his shirt open and being like check this out and then just like point up. So, yeah, uh, but like yeah, but there's Superman way to play. And girl. Yeah, yeah, there's there's play to play with it. Like he's he's definitely a, a comic guy. So so I think uh, I think you could combine them. I think you could have Henry Cavill and uh, and Aisha Tyler together. Like she's got a little bit more of the spunk and he's got a little bit more of the seriousness. But I think they can all crack jokes together really well. Like I think there is talent out there that is that is good talent and like recognizable talent. Because that's the thing. You like if you we want this to explode. If we want this to not get the stupid ads all the time for about the Gillette and blah blah blah. You know, you get more eyeballs. When you get more eyeballs, you don't have to pay for as many ads or fill in as many ads into your award ceremony because you get more viewers. <laughs> huh? That, that's no, not necessarily true. No, well, yeah, well hold on. Hear me out is. though. Hear me out though. You right. you can do less of them because you can charge more per sponsor compared to charging a lower rate true if they didn't do the same amount of ads and charge more still right but they they won't just can't but they just get more money yeah but i don't think they would do that i if especially if they're getting the complaint of it's too many ads they will pull it back but anyway um but anyway, that may be a little bit of naivety. Well, if if Jeff Keeley's the producer, he's gonna do what he thinks gamers want, which is best. But then also able to produce the show and pay everybody. Like I think he is he's within reason to go like this is greedy quarters corporate sponsorship right now. Like he he I feel like, he's the creator. Yeah, I feel like he knows that balance. I feel like, 
I feel like Jeff would rather be paid by Activision and yes. uh, Bandai Namco and EA over Gillette. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And so, so like, he's trying to line that shit up first before he's doing the Gillette sponsorship exactly. to cover to cover camera six, you know what yep. I mean? And the guy holding on it, but, uh, right. but, but yeah, so like, I think those hosts could add a new element to the game awards. I don't think is there right now because I think the star power would bring more eyes. Cause it's like, Oh my God, Henry Cavill's hosting the game awards. It might get someone a little more casual to go like, okay, maybe I'll just watch it for fun. Like maybe they'll do something quirky. And I think it opens more opportunities for them to do more fun things. Like I think the whole Muppet skit that they did with the puppets, um with the chicken i thought it was hilarious, i thought it was yeah. freaking hilarious and i was like oh my god why do they not do more shit like this on the game awards and it's because jeff Keeley is so bland and you can't do that with him because after that he like took all the mood out of the out of that out of that skit because he's like what do you think about that and i was like oh my god like you need someone with a little more charisma being like that was freaking hilarious like isn't that so we, got, so, we got freaking we got freaking puppets on the game awards that's what we got like that's what you need like hmm. mitch do you remember watching uh spike with the vgas uh i think i remember one of them i think i watched the last the latest one i, I was really really i was in middle school when that was happening like 2000 I remember all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like 2005, 2006. Oh yeah, I was um, in middle school. I can barely remember those. <laughs> no, so like they did what you're talking about exactly. And that was when they yeah. got that was when they got Joel McHale, and that's when they got Jamie Kennedy uh to host him. And to be honest, like they tried to do the power power thing and it failed. Yeah. It, it didn't I, really I think bad. I I think the fact that you can't remember that Mitch does oh it speaks word yeah it speaks volumes it, yeah it does um but but i mean I, I i must admit you've totally won me over with your picks i, I think they're great Absolutely. Picks. Yeah. um but but i i still disagree with you on jeff himself because i i don't think that he's bad host I, I think he sort of keeps a sort of neutral kind of kind of aspect to his performance as the host you know because he, he's sort of like uh, I'm not the thing that's important here. It's the games and, and all of the other people here that are important. You know, I mean, I, I kind of appreciate that because it's like him as the host. He's not what he's not. Oh, look at me. I'm a great host. It's sort of more neutral than that. And you can focus more on the games and the announcements. And I enjoy that more, to be honest. It's not yeah, very celebrity I... sort of centric. And I, I appreciate that. That's a, that's a good point, Liam. Now that you you said that, I'm trying to th like he you can tell that he just cares about creating a good show is yeah, his exactly. main priority and it's not him and so as you're as you were talking i was thinking through the years his delivery and him and like you know that totally tracks yeah. that he's well, just it, focusing kind on of, making a show it's I, kind I, of funny I, as well because when he does get emotional about something or, or particularly you know cheesy. uh it, it so comes across cheesy. it's cheesy but I, I fucking love it like the whole thing with kojima I'm sorry, <laughs> I love it. It's it's fucking fuel to my meme fire. It's like how it kind of I, broke. I, I see, yeah. it, I see it, what it you broke mean. Broke through the the, yeah. the the ceremony itself to to be like a bit real for a second. Yeah. That part of it I do appreciate. But sorry, I think it's like the no, same no, thing no. when Sean Murray comes on stage to do No Man's Sky, and you know, especially after it's a complete and utter you know disaster. Well, 
I only disagree with you on, on, on like, if the show was only an hour, yeah, that would be great. But this show's a long time. And that same tone yeah. for that long period of time makes the show drag. Really, and that, and then that that can that can ruin the experience, and that's the whole thing. Like, it's not uh, the whole being a host isn't about me, 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 me. That's not what the point of the host is. The whole point of the host is to guide you through the adventure that you're gonna go through, to make you excited about what things are happening around you, and they're supposed to be that tour guide that just takes you there along the way. I, I, this whole concept with people are being like, oh my god, hosts are supposed to make it all about them, 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 and like that's why they have to do all these skits and stuff it's like no, i'm not saying like henry cavill and 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 um taisha tyler have to do any skits they don't have to do any if they don't want to like you know it has to work in the moment for what you're going for but again at the same time the reason why i'm like it doesn't work as well with keely is because also the the, the announcements are getting better yes do they still have a lull of announcements that you're like, oh my god, there's like the same ad for that same game that they just they just announced like an, uh, 20 minutes ago? When you run into moments like that, you need that person, you need that 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 duo or that person that can be able to make it entertaining, getting through that. Because at okay. the moment, it's not like it's like, oh my god, we have a game breaking announcement every 10 seconds. They keep saying it, but it's never that game breaking, right? That that does bring me to my point. Um, if if you want to change to a um, to to a different point, no, go ahead. Now, or, now we're good. Yeah, yeah. basically, I wouldn't say that Jeff is the problem uh, with uh, the the pacing of the show because because I would agree with that. I I think the problem is the show's structure and the way it's paced is the problem. You know, they they always front load the game awards with loads of announcements, which I think is a problem because I think they should be sort of pacing them through the show more often. You know, you big announcement, get some smaller ones, big announcement, get some smaller ones, big announcement, get some smaller ones, and then finish off the show with a really big one, you know. But, but you know, by the time the show's, like, halfway done, it's, like, most of the time. I think last year was kind of the exception, because they did the whole Mass Effect thing. Um, but, but in years prior, you know, you've got all of the big games out of the way, and you're just kind of bored waiting for it to finish. Um, I think, I, I imagine there must be something about, um, when he goes to publishers and that, and then thinking, yeah, put our announcements at the beginning of the show, because that's when the most people are watching. But I, I think that's the wrong way to go about it, because if you have big announcements historically at the end of the show, more people stay because they know there'll be a big announcement right at the end of the show, you know? Yeah, but I think um, that the Game Awards have gone to a point where a big announcement has become stale. Where it's like, I don't really don't know. Like, if when Jeff Keighley shows, like, oh, we have, like, 20 big announcements for the Game Awards. I'm like, it's probably one or two, to be honest. Well, no, no, I, I disagree. I mean, last year we had um, Perfect Dark. Uh, what else was there? I think it was Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Oh, no, that, that, that was the E3 show. No, it was E3. Well, before, right before mm-hmm. E3. Yeah, um, what is it? I, I wrote them down, and there, there were a surprising number of announcements last year. I mean, even before. Like, but if you, but, it, but again, if you look at if you look at the percentage, it's ten percent. Ten percent. What do you mean? Ten percent of like all the announcements that they did, all the ads they had to show. Ten percent of them were probably big announcements. Yeah, but that's the point. They front load the show with those ten percent. No, I, I, and I think the reason why they have to do that is, is you, you are right because, you know. The, when when you're when you're when you're requesting ads for 
a show, you have to show the numbers and you have to show the statistics uh, to those uh, to those people to be able to say, okay, this is how much we're going to charge because this is how many viewers we get at a percent. Uh, this is what viewers we get at this moment. So therefore, this is what we're going to charge for you to be able to put this here. They can't change that. They, they can't say like, oh, we're going to take this announcement and put it last because it's the best one. But if the well, publisher, but, but the publisher, they just but, need to have but, a good one for the last. Announcement. I know, but Something the publisher may not agree to it because of the view numbers. The view numbers may die down to the point where it's like, oh, okay, well, it's not that's worth. That's my it for point. Us. Right. My point is, is that Jeff needs to work to fix that. You know, because me as a viewer, I'm getting bored at the end of that show. I don't care about the reasons. You know, I, I, I can guess what the reasons might be, but but me as a viewer, if I'm criticizing the awards, I want more announcements spread more evenly through the show. So it keeps me interested all the way through. It doesn't matter. Like you know, he's got to work to get think, those announcements in the show. I think I think we're very different from the average because like most of the uh, top notch reveals and announcements are going to be their own. Oh, sorry. Um, say that again. Most of the reveals, the top clips are going to be their own, their own videos. Um, I, I would say that the majority of people that watch the Game Awards are actually interested in the announcements. No, I agree. I'm just saying, like, like when you're talking about overall viewers, like, number of viewers, the people that are watching this stuff are the people that are going to be watching. They're not going to be watching. I think like, he's. I think he's basically saying. I, I think he's basically going to be saying like we are watching it for the 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 reveal, but the vast majority of people are going to watch the one single clip that the that the publisher puts out on YouTube that they tweet on their Twitter page, which is shared yeah, by their twenty yeah. so by the twenty thousand people that have friends that are connected to the games industry. So like the viewer eyes are not as large as it is, and so they need to get, grasp them as soon as possible. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's, but they can have like a bunch of announcements at the start of the show. So I'm talking and about the rest of the show. I, I get it, and I, I, I think, I think also yeah. that part of the issue is, and I think I've been noticing in the last a few years of the Game Awards is, um, Keeley has been playing a similar ad um, in the middle of the show, and I wonder, out of curiosity, if that's a partnership thing where it's like, hey, you have to show this one game ad seven times to get this money from us and so the only way to be able to evenly disperse it out is you have to do it throughout the show but again that takes a spot away from a reveal you could have had so you have to front load that because you can't show the same ad seven times in a row at the beginning of the show or else people are being like what the hell is going on you have to disperse that so i i think it's i think it's yes i i think we all agree with your your point liam i think the issue is I think with the way the contracts are worked at this moment, I don't know how he can work around it unless well, he can, I, I unless, think he unless, can. unless, unless, hold on, unless, unless, unless he can convince them that it's in their best interest to have this be placed somewhere else. And I don't know if based off the numbers, because we don't have the numbers, so I really can't say for certainty if if the front loading is actually more effective or it's actually not as effective. But if it is, you know, these publishers got to get their eyeballs where they need them. Yeah, that may be true, but but you know, this, this is us criticizing the show how to make it better. Right. You know? No, I like, totally agree. That would make it better. You know, it's the same reason as as to why they won't do 
the award show in January because they know they won't get the same kind of viewership. Yeah, no, maybe not. Maybe that, not. No, and I, dis- but, but I, that, that I disagree perspective, with. Um, I mean, no, but I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they won't do it in January. I, I, I think I, they could still I think do it in January and be successful. But, I, I disagree. I think yeah. the reason why they don't do it in January, which I guess we can bring into that topic, unless Evan had something to say about the advertisements. No, the only thing I was I was looking at is I found that um, at, at its peak, the uh, Game Awards uh, 2020 had 8.3 million concurrent viewers. And then... Uh, That's important, Keely, yeah. Keeley had expressed his surprise of the consistent growth, but he confessed that it led him to fear that, quote-unquote, uh, the, the year where it doesn't grow, there's going to be a year where they don't have the same viewers. So it mm-hmm. has been on an upward slope in terms of viewers, but he expressed his worries that that's not necessarily how it's always going to be and then if we got the most viewers in 2020 um how much can we tweak the show because for fear of tweaking it too much right and then the views drop off and then they don't know why the views dropped off and what they tweet like especially in the pandemic you know it's a it was kind of a weird show where a lot of the stuff that they um that they uh the new games announced it wasn't that great, to be honest with you. Arc 2, Century, Age of Ashes, Crimson Desert, Ez- Endless Dungeon, Evil Dead, Evil West, Ghost and Goblins Resurrection, Loop Heroes Great, Untitled Mass Effect Game, Road 96 Season, Shady Part of Me, The Callisto Protocol, which I think is a big one, considering, oh, you know. But other than that, like, all those games, it's like, I haven't heard anything since. But yeah. that's a special, yeah. that's the exception to the rule because of the pandemic, I'm guessing. Yeah. Hopefully there's more of that Right. And, and I think I think or, game developers yeah, yeah. were nervous to like advertise the game because they weren't sure exactly where they are in this stage of the the process of game creation. It'll but, be interesting uh, to see this year because it's it's a year after mm-hmm. the not the middle of the pandemic necessary, but it's pre-vaccine pandemic. Yep. Right. See what show goes bouncing back from a kind of a very very odd year. Oh yeah, for sure. And so um, moving on to the date, which I think we all complain about, which is so here's the issue. And this is why. Oh, well, actually, I'll get in. I'll get into the the Forza snub later. But there's a this is in conjunction of why the Forza maybe got the snub in, in some people's opinion, not necessarily mine, but we can get into that last. Let's just talk about this date. Um so if we look at the dates correctly, and, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it is November 4th is when they have to submit their first ballot for um, for all the judges for what games are based off the categories. And then they have until November 17th to change their vote. So if they play something between the 4th and the 17th, they can change their vote um, based off that. And so, therefore, anything that comes out between, I think it's the, I think it's the seventeenth. Anything that comes out by any time after the seventeenth is not qualified, and we'll go into next year's awards. Now, I think right. we, I think we all agree that we would love to have this show in January, so that every game that comes out, aka you know, like Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate, uh, Jedi Fallen Order came out uh, post post snub date. Um, and it basically didn't, it got nominated, but it really didn't have an opportunity where I think it actually might've had a more of a legit shot in, in 2019 because of the, the contenders that were in 2019, it actually could have contended for an award or two. 
um, that year. Right. Because that was the year of uh, there was a lot of um, I, I call it spread of the vote where it's like people yeah. loved a lot of different games. And so therefore that spreaded the vote, which would allow uh, something that was more unexpected like Sekiro to hop and win the game award. Um, uh, go ahead. But I was going to say, you also have to think about uh, other games worthy of this designation. True. I mean, Oh, Berghoff, just try this. Uh, try to move your mic a little bit away from your mouth because I'm curious if you, you cut off a little bit every now and then. I wonder uh, if it's yeah, the mic. The I, I wonder if Discord's thinking your mic is too hot. It might be. Yeah, okay. So I'll move my mic away. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Um, but let's, uh, let's talk about that. So um, the reason why I think they can't change the date is because every other award show happens in January. And the, the team that Keeley has to pull from is a production company that is probably used for things like the Golden Globes, is used for things like the Oscars, is used for other other big, big, like, there, what else, what other award? I don't, I don't think he's that hot, but um, we should definitely talk about the Cyberpunk included in this year's awards. Sorry. From last, from last year. But it didn't come out until oh. December. Right. December 2020. But it's included in the 2021. Well, yeah. Just like just like shit that comes out December this year will be included in next year's award. Yeah. If it gets not if it gets voted on. That's important. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does snub a game that would, potentially could have, have been had an opportunity. Dying Light 2 would have been one of those games as well if it hadn't have been delayed until early next year. Yep. Yeah. So so that's my reason why I think um, that's why I think he can't do it because I think that he's not the top priority for the production companies and so that's like um, when when can I use them? Mitch, I've, I've got to point something out here. I, I don't think that at all. I mean, maybe originally I could see where you're coming from. You know, like, you, you've got award shows in January, like the Actors Screen Guild Awards and things like that. You know, the Golden Globes and the Oscars isn't until February. Like, <laughs> when do you really think they're going to choose to do the Actors Guild Award show, which nobody but a minuscule percentile of people care about? And and even the people that do care about it would just look on Twitter or, or look on a film website and see the results for those shows. But the production, the production company doesn't care about number of viewers. They care about who pays no, them no, the no. most. The pr- production company would care, yeah, who pays them the most, which in this case would be the Game Awards because they make an ass ton more money. Uh, that that I don't know. That I can't say for certain. Oh, I, I can. <laughs> like, the amount of money the Game Awards is making, you know, based on its viewership, the Game Awards should be making a ass load of money in comparison. But you also can't. Uh, these production companies don't just work on award shows; they also work on movies, TV shows, live concerts, all those kinds of things. So th- yeah, there, there are loads of movies thing. and TV shows in in December, especially around Christmas time. Like I, I don't see why they wouldn't they would be cost more in January. Compared then why to not have it in January? Well, I, 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 my personal feeling is the reason they won't have it in January. Is because all of the game publications have historically had their Game of uh, the Year awards talks in December. It's the way it's always been. 
people like talking about the Game of the Year awards right at the end of the year. Now, for a games website, that makes a bit more sense, you know, because, you know, they don't have to immediately react to things. You know, if they're doing the awards in, like, the second or first week in December, they, they can still try to at least have a pretty good consensus on what are the top games. But for an award show that, that has to be organised in such a way, like, like you say, you know, uh, they have to have all of the ballots in by November the 17th. You know, it's just kind of ridiculous. You know, you can't plan it's, around that. I think it's to the detriment of the show, like like we all do. It is a bit archaic, as much as yeah. we love it. You know. Yeah, you get all of that viewership in, or at least they think they do, because it's right before Christmas. It's when everybody wants to celebrate the end of the year and all of the games that have released that year. And I think we do. I, I mean, I I think I do as well. It's just not very convenient in terms of celebrating all of the games that come out and sort of leaving enough space, you know, because I, I usually, especially when I was younger, I used to play all of the biggest games over the Christmas period, you know, and then I would have a pretty fully formed opinion by the time January came around. Well, if they, if they had free say, they should have it the first week of January because the first, there's a drought in content everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. week of January. That's, a, should, very, yeah, that's a very easy window for them to go into. So I don't see why they wouldn't do that. I think Liam does have a point with uh, the psychological aspect of the end of the year and everyone yeah. trying to tie a, a bow right. on everything, whether it's the workspace or just that doesn't matter that for the Oscars, in... though, Evan. Or, oh, sh sure, sure. But like, no one, I, I think it does have something. I think there would be more. Like, um, so, you know, the Oscars has always historically done their award show in February because back yeah. when the Oscars first started, it was about the movies. It was about celebrating the accomplishments in film. Isn't that I what the Game Awards is? So much. Well, it's not the case. It, it is, but but that was what the Oscars was originally, and over the years, it's become more commercial and more marketable. And things like that, but I think they've just stuck with the February date because they know it works. They know people will tune in. Well, not well, so much recently because they, they can get all the movies done by the end of the year and be yeah. able to turn in their votes by then. Yeah, but but that, that's the point, though. You know, it started off being the goal was to celebrate movies. I mean, it wasn't even televised at first. You know, and then it was, and then it's like, oh look, that we've got an audience here. We can do that. But the game of awards was, you know, thinking from the perspective of how can we make this show work. You know, we need to have a return on money so we can do this the next year and then the next year. Of course, they're going to go with December because, you know, it just makes sense. If, if they did it in January when it first started, people probably wouldn't have cared as much. I can, like, admit that. Mm, but now I, I think, think, I think there's a viewership. The people know about it. That they would totally pull it off if they moved to January. I think the drought of content has always been there the first week of January for decades and, and since we've been kids. And I easily could see that they could have started the Game Awards in early January and it would have been just I'm as successful. I'm not so sure. I'm pretty sure anybody that was funding I, him may have had a few I, thoughts about that. I feel like no matter where you start it, you shaft some games because um, 2014. One of my favorite games of all time, Talos Principle, came out. It was not included in any of those game of the years, but... Um, <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my god. It doesn't... <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> Fuck everything. <laughs> it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, because 
it doesn't it, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter like when your game comes out. Like if it doesn't make a splash, it doesn't make a splash. People don't pay attention to it. Um, yeah, you know. Here, here's why they do. Here's why they do the game awards on, in early December. It's because I've just looked at the dates for the Spike Game Awards. It's the same date. It's only yeah, exactly. Nothing different. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't think that is it. I think you know when Jeff was starting his own award show, he he probably thought, well, if we air at the same time as the Spike Awards, people are just going to think, oh yeah, the Spike Awards are back. You but know, that's great. It's he, a continuation of that. In a but he can change form. it. He should. You know, then then you can just capitalize on the viewership that was already there. All right, Mitch, give us your take. What what is it? My take. Yeah, why is it in December? All right, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you because of Spike, but then I also think uh, uh, I think it's also potential. Well, if it's not that, if it's not because of Spike, I think it's because of the production company and just not having relatively uh, a production a. a a high quality production crew available during that time for them that they would want to do it. Okay. That, right. That's the only thing I can think of, like, cause there's no other reason why they shouldn't. It gets All me right. cause they're snubbing their, they're snubbing games. They're snubbing their own games. And like, who remembers the game from last year? And the only reason why yeah, the only, and the I only don't. reason why cyberpunk is on that list is because it's still talked about all the time of how crappy how crappy it's been. Yeah, we, right. if, if Cyberpunk was the masterpiece that everybody thought it was going to be, well, not everybody, but but a select yeah, not majority, me. I guess. Including, including um, not yeah. me. If, if that game was the masterpiece that everybody thought it would be, it would have totally cleaned up at the awards this year. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. It, it would easily, have, easily it, handle it. Somehow it still it was, is nominated for Best RPG, though. It was so fucking yeah, close. Somehow. So fucking somehow. close. Somehow. I have no fucking clue how it's going. It was so close. But it, it missed by a mile. It's so close, yet it missed by a mile. I love that. Yeah. That's my it's favorite true. one. It's uh, true. Evan, what, what what are your thoughts? Like, why, why do you, like, one, why do you think it's in December? And do you think that's wrong? I just think it's. Well, you, you said like the, the Spike Awards just kind of hit on the same time frame, so maybe they just wanted to fill that. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is everyone... I, I remember Colin Moriarty, and and I'm actually not familiar with this, but he had has said several times in the past that uh, back in the day, and I don't know what that's referring to, whether that's 2005 or 6 or 7 or whatever, that they used to do like IGN and all those... Uh, media outlets used to wrap up the games in January, and it slowly moved back. I don't know if that's mm. true, but I remember him saying that. Oh, and just maybe that is it true. is... Right, yeah, that's that's what I remember mm. hearing. Because um, I remember the January editions of like Game Informer were the Game of the Year editions, right. not the I December think, editions. I think a lot of it has to do with the... Back in the day, it was publications, right? It was actual so they, print... It was actual they print... They waited magazine. a month. Yeah, it was actual print magazines that took a month to get to you. Yeah. Right. And then for whatever reason, it slowly moved back until December, and then everyone followed suit. Like, who who knows the time frame on there? Uh, Maybe but yeah, it was the I Spike Awards okay. that forced everybody back, because it was always in December. Maybe. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it was also clicks. Uh, I think more people sure. care about that thing more in December than January. Right, and then everyone started doing that, and then they looked at the data, and they're like, oh, we're just going to do it the same time everyone else does it. 
and then that's what stuck, and um, they've never moved forward. Actually, Giant Bomb used to record their videos, because everyone, they had like a Giant Bomb East in New York, and, and then in uh, San Francisco, and they used to fly everyone in in November to have their giant, like, they talked for like... Dude, I loved those. I loved it's those so live. great. Yeah. It's yeah. basically like hours upon like 30 hours hours of yeah. Game of the Year talk to be released at the end of December every single day for five days straight. But they did those talks in November. But I think uh, Jeff Gersman um, last year had said he realized how they're not taking into account the games that release in December. So to be fair... They've completely done away with that and pushed it towards January. I don't know if that has been cost effective for them or like the that adds to clicks or whatever. Like especially matter. with Giant Bomb, it, right? Yeah. So I think it still gives you clicks I, because if the viewership wants to know your game of the year, they'll look up your game of the year. Yeah, but most of the That's people, most of the people with Giant Bomb right now don't matter. Right, but I think just in general, it being like you know, you know, like it's like oh yeah, I'll look up like um, I'll look up like three different publications uh, game of the year, and then it's like okay, the other one, this this one I'm trying to look up now is not until the next month. Okay, if I really want to know their thought, I'll look it up. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So. Maybe they're making a stand like hope. I would like to see outlets follow suit and push it to January. The biggest um, thing I can think of is uh, Far Cry 3 being snubbed solely because it came out Ooh, in yeah. December and like nobody Probably fucking played that game. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. during, during talks, just no one brought it up because not a lot of people played it. So I agree with you, Mitch, that they should do it in January. And you have a good argument for filling a void where like the first two weeks in December, there is a hole there that they could fill. I, I hope that someone, like, you know, Giant Bomb isn't what it used to be, but an outlet will, like, take a stand and, like, all right, we're, we're going to push it forward, and hopefully people follow suit. So um, I, I don't know I, why it's in December. I wonder se, if their second worry is I because the be because the um, publications are the, uh, the journalists are the jury. I wonder if they're nervous that like because they'll release their game of the year already by then and they'll go, oh, well, IGN, uh, IGN, Easy Allies and Giant Bomb all said that uh, Sekiro was their game of the year. It has to be don't Sekiro. Don't they hide that information? I don't think that people know that isn't it all behind. But people know who the jur jurors doors. are. People know who the jurors are. So like I guess if, if you look on Reddit, that shit will so come like, to light. So but, like, if, uh, I don't so know. if like, well, here's the other thing. Like, if every publication says God of War is the game of the year, there, there's your jury. You know oh, exactly. You saying. know exactly who's going to win the game of the year because you, yeah. you're saying they released it at the end of the year and then the game awards follows in January and everyone's like, well, of course this fucking one because everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so get you lose you the suspense. Uh, that could be a reason. Sure, sure. That could be a reason. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Mm, totally. I suppose. Possibly, yeah. I suppose the thing that helps them is they've got the public sort of um, aspect to it, where the public can vote for their game of the year as well, and that counts towards the vote. That's only ten percent. Yeah, it's not yeah, I suppose it's, bar it's barely anything. <laughs> but you do get to pick. Yeah. There is one that's Just solely voted through. by the viewers, which is the most anticipated game of the year. I do oh, like. Yeah. I do like picking those choices, though. Isn't this like the third year in the row Zelda's been on there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I voted for God of War Ragnarok, so. Screw that, Zelda. Um, um, none of those games. Can we please get rid of most most anticipated game of the year award? Is the stupidest award that uh, it, I've no, ever heard of. Star Citizen. 
This is the most. It's so dumb. Well, it makes it's only, no sense. Well, well, Evan, Evan, it's the only game award Cyberpunk 27 is ever going to win. <laughs> most anticipated after being out of here. <laughs> um, so let me get um, to. I, I, I was I was just thinking because my, my most anticipated games aren't even on that list. I'm, I'm like uh, Hogwarts Legacy and Final Fantasy. 16. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we don't yeah. even know if those are coming out next year. So, I mean, we have is yeah, he's. I I will tell you, I I went to uh, Harry Potter World at U uh, Universal Studios Japan. Oh, I bought cool. a I bought a Dumbledore wand, and I had a, an amazing time. That fucking, that park is so great. I used my little wand to like start fire on a house, and there's little areas that you can like. They have cameras that show like that that record your wand movements and it makes magic uh, fucking amazing uh, yeah it, it, it's very stuff. similar in in the uk we have a harry potter experience where you can go around and literally see all of the film props and they've like made this gigantic reconstruction of hogwarts that they used in the movies to do all of the aerial shots um, oh, they, oh, they, it's, yeah. they didn't take it apart they they kept it as is. yeah they they, they kept it and it, it looks fantastic it's awesome yeah the um great stuff uh, actually, I, I was I was looking at jobs, and uh, I saw the, the studio that's making the Harry Potter game uh, on their on their job uh, description. Uh, they did say it was coming out in 2022, so that even they are telling the employees to say, "Hey, you know, this game's coming out in 2022." Um, mm. All right, so let's get to the snub, or what is. Well, we can get to the snub slash. Does it even deserve to be on the game of the game of the year list for a game? Because <laughs> let's 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 be honest here. But anyways, um, <laughs> so the reason why I think it didn't make game of the year, I think it was a contender. I don't personally think it was a contender, but I think it potentially could have been because of the 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 field of games that were available. Because let's be honest, Psychonauts 2 does not deserve to be a nominee. But anyway, that's a hot topic. Um, hot take, I mean. But uh, the reason why I think Forza did not make it was because of the stupid format in regards to when they can vote. And, and because the they were they had to submit their ballot for their first votes before the game even was available to the people who had it for early access, which was, it was the day before. So they had to submit their first ballot vote before that. And then they have to go back and change their vote. I wonder out of curiosity, how many go back and change their votes? I wonder out of curiosity, how many voted for Forza before the game even came out? Well, who, who like, even oh, shit. Oh, that's play? right. We were supposed to change our votes. I fucking forgot to set a reminder. Right. Oh, fuck whatever. Right. Or yeah. like they, or like they go. Well, Forza, of course, is going to be a, a, an amazing racing game. Of course, we're going to nominate it or like vote for it to win a f driving game of the year because it's always like a great driving game. Like, driving game of the year out of like the two that come out. Every right. Exactly. Right. So like, I I have a feeling that they may have already like predetermined its victory before they even play it because. Like I, I that that's why I think it. I, that's why I didn't think it made the list. If if it, it had an opportunity theory, to make though, a list, right? you know that game's going to be good, right? I mean, but obviously you you sh you shouldn't review a game before it comes out. But right. if there's a game that was consistent, it's going to be th that series. Forza, right? Um, yeah. 
But let's get into the topic. Well, uh, did anyone else have any theories that besides mine that you think um, was like well, the reason didn't make it? I, I think there's a more simple answer. Personally, I, I think um, I think it was probably pretty close. I think all of the Game of the Year nominees are pretty close this year, um, and and so is Forza and Returnal. I think all of those games are pretty close. I'm I'm sure you know if somebody came up to you and said, "Oh yeah, Forza." And Returnal were my two favorite games of the year. You'd be like, "Yeah, totally understand." And and they could do that for every single other game that's on this list. I'm and shocked. Probably, I'm shocked. Psychonauts got did. over Returnal. I was shocked by that. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, but, uh, I've heard people saying that they yeah. prefer Psychonauts to like uh, a bunch of the other games, like Ratchet and Clank and things that's like that. That's a shock, I, though. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Because Psychonauts ah. is still Psychonauts. If if, 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 if heck, if Kenna if Kina didn't make Game of the Year, Psychonauts did not deserve to make Game of the Year because Kina's I think overrated. I I think well I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's the I don't think it's a Game of the Year, but I think it's under the same par of quality when you look at Psychonauts two and you look at Kina, like in regards to the oh, gameplay. Oh, no, I, I disagree. Oh, I, 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 I think Kina is on par, if not better, than Psychonauts 2, but not by much. But, you know, in, in truth, like, everybody liked Kina a lot more than I did, and that was probably... Pr- it was probably the same as Forza and Returnal, probably pretty close behind. You know, I, and if somebody thought Kina was their favorite game of the year, I, I, I wouldn't argue with that either. It's not my favorite game of the year, but I think it's a good game. Yeah, I, I would say that Liam does bring up a good point, and I remember, Liam, you had probably posted this in Discord... Yeah. Where if someone would have said, Forza's my game of the year, Returnal's my game of the year, yeah, like, sure, that sounds mm. great to me. It's just, it's, it's just closest, yeah. the games that have come out at this year, there's no, I don't have strong enough feelings towards any of these games, and I haven't played most yeah. of them. I got um, one, but I'm not going to talk about because I'm going to save it for the Game of the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, if you're going for a three-peat or, or whatever you're on now, sure, yeah, don't, don't, don't tell. Unless you do want to tell Metroid us. Metroid Dread. His pick is going to be fucking Cyberpunk. But I, I do agree with Liam, and it, it is one of those years <laughs> yeah, where... Yeah, straight face, he's like... <laughs> I, I will. Uh, where, I, will you know, I will tell you. I do have my 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 games already written down. But okay, go and, ahead. Okay, here here's here's my biggest point to to end on. I don't like as much of a massive um, Metroid fan as I am. You know, basically, when it comes to Nintendo, I'm not a fanboy. But if it's if it's Mario, Zelda, or Metroid, I'm in. Everything else, I don't give a shit about. If someone came up to me and said Metroid Dread's my f- game of the year, like totally understand. Even though yeah. I don't think it should be nominated per se. That's where that's yeah. where I'm coming from in terms of this year. Um, like, and I, then you've you, also got to take into account the Nintendo bump, which definitely exists. Sure. There's three. There's three possible game of the year nominations this year. All right. Oh. What is it? Only what only three: Dread, Psychonauts Two, and Ratchet and Clank. Wow, oh. Psychonauts Two, really? Those are the only three. Those are the only three. Oh. Uh, Possible yeah. nominations. I would trade oh, Psychonauts for Returnal. Yeah, and and I'm, Red, no, I'm, I'm, and really, I'm really enjoying Resident Evil. Actually, Village I was gonna right also may, gonna say Resident may, Evil Village I, deserves so to be on may, there too. You may disagree, but you only disagree because the rest of the gaming community doesn't care about those games. <laughs> Does the game? Do people really care about Psychonauts two that much? No, I mean, I don't I think they do. About it, to be honest uh, with you, yeah. <laughs> 
it was it was it was horribly paced. It was the the combat oh, was the combat was free. bad. It's free on it's, it's free on Xbox Game Pass, and it's a it's a platformer that everybody loves, like Spyro. Everybody's gonna play that shit. It's free on Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. I do love shout, out to, shout out to Spyro. That was three platinums this year for that trilogy. What an amazing <laughs> series of games. Well, First time playing how, it. How did you do the third one, uh, uh, Evan? I couldn't do the uh, third one. The frame rate I, was just too choppy. But by swearing and almost throwing my controller, but I, I, <laughs> I think I think we all can agree, in a nutshell, basically, that Forza could never win Game of the Year or could be nominated, I think we all agree in this aspect, of Game of the Year unless I get a VR experience that makes me feel as if I'm literally driving a car. So, all right, so here's That's the That's the only way they could win. Like, here's, the, here's the thing, all right. So, me as a child, absolutely it wins Game of the Year. Me as an adult... The fuck are you trying to pull here? <laughs> Those are the two <laughs> modes that we're in. What a swing. Yeah, because honestly, like, it takes a lot of time to get to, like, where Forza Horizon 5 makes sense to you as a gamer. All right? Yeah. You got to put, put a lot of time and effort into that game to where it makes sense. Um, if you're not putting a whole lot of effort into that game... It's a whatever, and it should be snubbed. Well, I also believe that no game should be nominated for Game of the Year that has that bad of writing. I mean, have you... For, for all the people that are defending Forza to be a Game of the Year nominee, I'm like, have you have you listened to the to the, the writing that is oh, in this no, game? No, they're just... They're it playing, is playing. horrendous. And I get uh, it. It's what is, to be what's a going fun on? Game. Is this like uh, someone over the radio telling you about yeah. missions or something? Yeah, or yeah. what? It's like, oh, I'm excited to be part of the Forza Festival. Isn't it going to be great this year? <laughs> yep, basically, that's it. Yeah. And it's Gosh. constant. It's like, oh my God, check out your casa in your festival. And like, if I hear festival one more time, I'm freaking <laughs> no blow my brain. Like, like yeah. I'm just going to, oh. It's just, it's I, so I, I'm frustrating. I'm surprised I didn't hit, I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> like, You're seriously, if anyone up. defends the argument of Forza deserving <laughs> Game of the Year, I'm like, dude, have you seen or heard the writing? Because it's bad. It could be less fringy. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, see, so yeah, I think that's it. Even then, Mitch, you know, like, I, I love the Forza Horizon games. I think they're great. I think the fourth one's overrated and people talk about it too much because Forza Horizon 3 is pretty perfect. Um, and oh, I'm sure this game's probably yeah. even better. But at the end of the day, it's the same game in a new environment with better graphics, you know? Are you, but, it's not but, but wouldn't you argue way. that Ratchet and Clank's the same thing? No, I don't think well, so at all. Better graphics, yeah. It is. You know, you, you have games with all of these interesting and amazing levels that do very creative things. You know that that nobody would have comprehended, like the level where you hit the crystal and the whole environment changes, and then you have to hit crystals to you know get to puzzles that you couldn't reach before. Some of the amazing like action sequences, set pieces. When you look Forza, at that, you think that probably two. took drive yeah, exactly but you you look at that kind of shit 
and you think that probably took developers months to fix that and get that to look just like that. That 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 kind of work. Not to say that other developers don't work hard, but that's that's the kind of work where it's like you're trying to prove a point. It's like you're you're trying to show people, oh my god, how the hell did they do that? that that's awesome. You know? Touche. Touche. Um, I, I don't think you know, I don't think you get that with a game like Forza. And that's alright. You know, Forza is what it is. It occupies a space and I think it's incredibly valuable to people. But but yes. game of the year, it is not. No. And and guess what? Well, actually, no, 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 no. Thank you for listening to Pixel Pints. If you want to find us, because I forgot to do this in the intro, my bad. Sorry, Keith. (laughs) If you want to find us, we stream live every single weekend here on twitch.tv slash Pixel Pints. You can find our archives there. You can find us on uh, Pixel Pints, Pixel underscore Pints on Twitter, and then Pixel Pints Pod on instagram if you want to see when we go live just follow us on that twitter handle and then if you want to check us out on youtube we have archived every single episode that is there on youtube just find us at pixel pints and then any of your podcasting services we are there as well just look up pixel pints find that green mug and just click on it and enjoy the ride now Burkoff, you can say well what yeah one more thing okay in honor of keith mcwomble fuck bobby kotick (laughs) and on that note gentlemen (laughs) fuck Bobby to be fair fair, he would have said it on this episode absolutely you would have found a way to shoehorn it in not even shoehorn he would have just said it this is part of the episode right now yeah. Yeah. He 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 would have ruined the algorithm. Oh, welcome to Pixel Pints of uh, Fuck Bobby Kotick, and uh, we are a <laughs> podcast of. Uh...